Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, let's talk about what's going on over at BC Highway Patrol. This is part of the RCMP in our province. They police major BC highways. You do not want to get stopped by these guys for speeding. And now they are scaling back some of their operations. So they would no longer attend some routine traffic calls like an accident scene or debris on the road. Well, why would they do that? Well, they say they historically have not been doing that kind of thing. That's the job of local police. Local police forces, though, they are not happy about this. They say this is going to increase their workload. Got Grant, got Gatru standing by to talk about this. Have a listen to Holly Turton here, who is the officer in charge, BC Highway Patrol. Here is Holly describing some of the types of calls they do right now. Calls for service include calls of debris on the highway, erratic drivers, uh, collisions, most of them minor without injuries, um, impaired driving complaints. Okay, so she says that's the type of work they do right now. They want to shift away from that and concentrate on more pressing enforcement priorities here. For example, have a listen to what she has to say here. We can conduct uh, speed enforcement for areas where people are driving aggressively. We can conduct impaired driving uh, enforcement, distracted driving enforcement, all things that are driving fatal collisions and serious injury collisions. Okay, so she says that by refocusing this work, um, they will make a bigger difference in saving lives. But I'll tell you, I've heard from a lot of local police forces, not only in the Lower Mainland or Metro Vancouver, but in uh, elsewhere in British Columbia saying, whoa, 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 hang on a second here. This is going to increase the workload here for local municipal police departments. Let's discuss with my guest, Grant Gottkittru. Grant is a former traffic police officer. He is now a forensic traffic consultant. Grant, thanks for coming on today. Always my privilege. Okay, Grant, I appreciate it. So let's talk about BC Highway Patrol. What, how would you describe them? They're like part of the RCMP, right? Like if you're driving one of the major highways, you could get pulled over by these guys. Is that right? Well, it's just a name change, but the, the detachments are all the same. So you still have the what was traditionally called things like uh, Portman Freeway Patrol, Dees Island Freeway Patrol, Sumas Freeway Patrol. Uh, it's just a name change. It's all it is. Uh, they're still working out of the same buildings. Uh, I watched the uh, the news article, and one of the things that jumped out at me was there was a, a picture on the placard of BC Highway Patrol showing the Integrated Road Safety Unit. Well, the Integrated Road Safety Unit has a specific mandate set up by the provincial government when it was first uh, introduced uh, quite a m- number of years ago, and their mandate is, yes, they don't take calls. They deal with speed enforcement and impairments and um, distracted driving and whatnot, but the other um, detachments, specifically the ones that patrol the highways, that has always been their job. Before I got on the 
police force. In 1987, I used to do ride-alongs with the Portman Freeway Patrol. And mm. the officers I rode with, we always attended things like erratic driving complaints or possible impaireds or debris on the road. So this superintendent saying that it changed about 12 years ago uh, to where now they're going to those calls. Well, I don't know what data she's referring to. I don't even know if she was on the job in 1987, but in 1987, that's what Port Manfredo was attending. So I'm not too sure what she's talking about. However, okay. no, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm just going to point out that there's a big pushback on this from some local police department saying, hang on a second here now. If this if this BC Highway Patrol unit is not going to respond to some of these highway incidents and calls, that means we'll have to do it. And that's going to put more pressure on us. This is going to increase our workload and could cost a lot more money. Have a listen to the chief of the Delta Police Department here, Grant. This is Neil Dubord. You'll also hear Global News reporter Janet Brown here. Have a listen. We have 63 kilometers of provincial highway when you think about Highway 17, Highway 99, Highway 91, and then of course access to major infrastructure being the ferries, the ports, and the bridges and tunnels. DeBoard says it means his department will see a 101% annual increase in the overall highway-related workload. Wow, so that sounds like a pretty major workload increase there on that particular police department, and he's not alone. Now, Grant, he's, he went on to say that they'll have to hire more police officers. They could have to hire six more police officers. This could cost up to $900,000 in Delta. Do you think he has a point? He is absolutely spot on and the voice of reason um even in her press release holly was talking out of both sides of her mouth because on one hand she said well we're not going to attend erratic driver complaints anymore because we want to focus on uh, aggressive drivers well those are generally one in the tooth same they're, they're, they're the same thing if you're driving erratically you're drawing attention to yourself you're generally driving aggressively you're cutting in out of traffic you're going too fast we call it erratic driving when the call goes over the air, but it, we don't call it aggressive driving. So uh, on the one hand, she says, we're not going to do this anymore. So our officers can focus on the same thing. It doesn't make any sense. But the chief from Delta is completely spot on. And I, I think the RCMP and British Columbia have to be very careful right now with if they're going to if they're going to say we're going to decrease service to these areas, as we already yeah. saw in Surrey, the RCMP are not set in stone in British Columbia. So Holly has to be very careful that she doesn't make the case for the provincial government to say, OK, we don't need the RCMP in these areas anymore. OK, let me play another clip here for you, because I thought this was interesting. This is Brian Donaldson with the B.C. Highway Patrol explaining why some of these calls to to this particular traffic unit are it, it sounds like it sounds like kind of a waste of their time and they could be doing other things that are a lot more effective to keep people safe for example if there is debris on the road so let's say something falls off the the back of a truck and they have to go out and deal with it is it look you know we could be doing better things with our time have a listen to them then i'll get your thoughts Having those calls for service and being responsible for that has really hamstrung our ability to do what Highway Patrol uh, is intended to do, which is doing that enforcement. And we can't do those if we're pushing a sofa off the side of the highway. We can't do enforcement, Grant, if they're pushing a sofa off the highway that's fallen off the back of a truck. What do you think about that? 
Oh, boo hoo. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> you get in the well, I mean, the reality is, I mean, it's not all bright lights and big city when you get into policing. You sometimes have to do those menial jobs. I had a call in West Vancouver one time when I was in traffic. This little old lady was stuck, couldn't get out of the parallel parking spot that she was in. So it took me four minutes to show up and help her back out and leave. Okay, that's four. I mean, how long does it take to move a sofa off the highway? Two hours? I mean, mm. at the end of the day, not every file or every call that the police go to is super exciting. I'm sorry, it's uh, as it displays on TV. That's not the way it works. So for, for that officer to say that is complete rubbish because the reality is that the, the, the municipal departments uh, and the other jurisdictions just don't have the time to go running out to the freeway and babysit the freeway when there's cops out there already. I guess, I guess if there's a sofa on the, on the freeway, someone's got to move it. Right. Well, sure. That's yeah. yeah. And that's what the freeway patrol is for, because that's their jurisdiction. Uh, it, it's not the jurisdiction of Delta to go running out to Highway 99. And the problem is this. If there's a call comes in of a sofa on the highway, we're going to use that example. Yeah. And it gets downloaded to Delta and Delta goes, well, we don't have anything free right now because we're all tied up on general duty calls. And then someone thunders into that uh, into that uh, sofa and causes yeah. a serious or fatal collision. Well, who's going to wear who's going to wear that on their face? Well, it'll be CMP. Well, this is this is what I'm wondering about now for just overall public safety and, and adequate enforcement on our highways right now. Like, would you say that the highways in British Columbia, as they're patrolled right now, how would you describe the enforcement on, on these highways right now? Like if you compare it to say next door in Alberta or south of the border in Washington state, would you say we have less, less traffic enforcement here? Uh, yes, I would say there's less traffic enforcement. And if you really want to press these, these higher ups in the RCMP, they will unequivocally tell you that there has been a decrease in all these detachments that are, traditionally freeway patrol like portman and dees island and sumas compared to even 20 years ago they don't have as many they don't have as many boots on the road when it comes to the rcmp every detachment every big detachment is woefully understaffed um which is on record that's not a surprise and it trickles down because the first place that the that they're going to take from is from traffic to backfill these other uh these other uh, spots. So obviously, with not as many officers patrolling the freeways and the highways, well, yeah, because now they're going to get tied up doing what they've always done. But now they don't have; they're not getting the numbers coming in at the end of the day. So the NCO goes, "Well, why did you only write five tickets today?" Well, because I was doing this. Well, we got to get our numbers up. So okay, it, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot if they're not careful. Okay, Grant, please stand by. Let's fit a quick break in here. Now we'll come back with more. On the other side. Now, I find this interesting. Uh, could this result in less traffic enforcement on, on our highways? Could this put more pressure on local police forces to respond to these situations on our highways? Phone me if you do a lot of traveling on major BC highways. Can you call me and tell me what the traffic enforcement is like out there, especially if you have done any driving in other jurisdictions? Like, what is it like BC compared to? Alberta or BC compared to Washington state. Cause I have heard it said that the cops down in Washington state, like the state troopers, they are a lot tougher down there. They will be more likely to get a speeding ticket there than you are in British Columbia. What about versus Alberta? You think they have tougher traffic enforcement there? 
I've heard that too. Call me and let me know your thoughts on it. 604-280-9898 is the number to call me. 604-280-9898. Star 9898 on your cell. Grant Gottkatrue is my guest. ForensicTrafficPro.com is his website. This is Mike Smith. Back with your calls. we got tons of calls here on traffic enforcement. Let's get right at it here. George in Abbotsford. Hi, George. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going? Well, I can tell you from a guy who's put on more than 3 million kilometers in my lifetime, uh, the, the speed that people are traveling on Highway 1 between Abbotsford and Vancouver is insane. I'm in the HOV lane, and I'm doing, uh, I'm doing well, 90 in a 90 zone, and yeah. people are honking behind me, flashing their high beams. Then I do 100, 110, 120 in a couple of nights ago. I had somebody, I'm doing 120 in a 90 zone, and they're still flashing me and pulling out on a solid line and then whipping back into me and giving me the finger. It's crazy out there. Why, why would they do that? Are you traveling in the passing lane or something? Or No, no, I'm in the HOV lane. Oh, HOV lane, right. Okay, yeah, HOV lane. The, the speed limit's <laughs> 90 on the other side, on the, on the Vancouver side of the Port Man. I'm yeah. doing 120, 30 Ks over, and they're still passing me at 140, 150. Wow. Do you, ever see any enfor- Do you ever see any enforcement out there? Anyone going to get stopped for speeding? Zero. Zero. Thanks for, sh- thanks for sharing that. Grant, what your, your thoughts? Well, he's right. I mean, keep in mind, I only left Ursu in January 2017, so that's, what, six years ago? And uh, some of the members on my team, we would get, uh, they would do an overtime shift working Portman Freeway because Portman Freeway didn't have enough bodies to, to do the job. So you had Ursu backfilling Portman Freeway. So that's why he says that you don't see any enforcement because these detachments are all running so low on, on bodies. And that's yeah. the problem. Mm. Mismanagement. Peter in Maple Ridge. Hi, Peter. Go ahead. To uh, tell you my personal experience, um, there was an older couple that were broken down on Highway 99 in Richmond between Westminster and the tunnel. It was a dark, rainy night, and I guess they didn't have a cell phone. They were trying to flag somebody for help. I called 911, and the response that I received was that uh, the RCMP is not roadside assistance. And um, just on the flip side, uh, I would uh, drive up and down the I-5 into Washington State for work. And one thing that I noticed while I was always down there was more than 50% of the time, the state troopers that were uh, on the side of the road with their lights flashing, they were not giving somebody a ticket. They were actually helping someone. And I've seen it numerous times where they were um, helping somebody change a tire, which is just surreal. And I was at a truck stop once, and I saw a bunch of troopers there, and I thanked them um, for what they do on the I-5. But just to show you the difference. Thank you, Peter, for the call. Grant, your thoughts? Well, it's BC Highway Patrol, not BC Highway Enforcement, right? Mm. If these members want to just drive around and give tickets, then they go to Ursu. But when you're working in these these other units in Highway Patrol, it's not always just enforcement. It's uh, supporting the community you work in as well, right? you got to help yeah. these people roadside. Or, you know, again, if there's a car accident and someone sees the police drive by, they're going to go, why aren't the police stopping at this car accident? Even though it's a minor fender bender, it's creating gridlock. They're right. going to wait for... 
a patrol member from Abbotsford to show up, and that might be 45 minutes because they've got they've got priority calls coming in for general duty. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's just completely preposterous. Squeeze in one more call, Chris in Penticton. Chris, you got 30 seconds here. Go ahead. Okay. I'll be really quick. Always enjoy your program, Mike. Anyways, yeah, in regards to debris or anything like that on the roadway, on the highways, um, you know, if if there is uh, the patrol out there, they see it, they should be dealing with it. They have uh, lights, they can put them on, and they can remove it in a lot safer fashion than a, a, a general public person putting their four-ways on. Uh, yeah. And uh, and it can have you know major accidents and deaths can happen if debris not moved off a highway because you're traveling at fast speeds. People don't see it. We have trouble. Anyways, leave it at that. Thank you for the call, Grant. We got more calls coming in, but we're out of time. We'll just have to have you back. Simple as that. Thanks for coming on today. Always my pleasure, Mike. Take care. Thanks a lot. Grant got good true there. Grant is a former traffic police officer. He's now a forensic consultant. Forensic traffic pro. Dot com is his website.